Welcome to Broad-Minded, an unconventional podcast about everything and nothing. Guaranteed to make you laugh, flush, and enlighten you on parts of your life. Hosted by two very different broads that have no shame in talking about the most uncomfortable parts of life. And likely have you asking yourself, where the hell did they come from? Speaking of, where the hell did you come from? (laughs) My mother. (laughs) My mother. Some people call me Stella Jr. (laughs) I know, and I'm Donna. So my name's Claire, and I'm here with Jonna. How you doing today? How you feeling tonight? I'm feeling pretty good, you know, fighting off the seasonal migraine. Oh, those are always so fun. But you, um, because you can't do drugs (laughs) to make them go away. Correct. Okay. All right. This is our first podcast, um, Abroad Binded. In our first series, we feel like it'll just be more beneficial to all you listeners out there to learn more about kind of the dynamics of Jonna and I and uh, who we are as individuals and then who, how the hell we come together. Right. Right. (laughs) And what makes us, you know, why we name this broad-minded is because we come from, well, Similar backgrounds, but also very different backgrounds. And I think we bring a very, we have a very broad perspective on a lot of different points of life. And, I mean, like, as similar as our views are, like, they're very different, too. Like, I don't know if it's, well, we balance each other, maybe, in our views. For sure. So, Claire and I have actually been friends since seventh grade. We were cheerleaders together. Okay, if I win, get my question. (laughs) In middle school, so um, we've known each other for a very long time. A little bit about my background is, you know, my parents were not very educated. Neither one of them graduated from high school. So my mom was a stay-at-home mom, and dad had a very blue-collar job. Mama got knocked up at 15. Oh, yeah. She yeah, couldn't true. go to school, sis. That's true. She had to that's raise true. that baby. Yeah, she was 15 years old when she started having kids and raised, continued raising kids until the end of her life. She definitely influenced a lot of of my perspective. Um, I've also been in the military for 20 years in January. So working around a male-dominant workforce, I think, has also influenced me to be a certain way or to have a certain... To be inappropriate. (laughs) To be a little inappropriate at times. Just a little. Yeah. Yep. Is that really what you think? It's just a little inappropriate? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know there's a time and a place, but yeah, mostly inappropriate. So, and then also, I think her and I share this in common. We've both been divorced twice. She's currently married, and I'm currently single, navigating this, you know, lovely single life dating world and in modern times. It's unique and different, so. She's cool. tried to open her mind to that, be more broad-minded at dating, and mm-hmm. my gosh, even that has been like. Yeah, we could do a whole series on just that alone. But. Yeah, on <laughs> all the, yeah, like the broad spectrum of the dates that you've brought around. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, but we don't have time for that. So, Claire, what are some aspects of your life that have kind of like shaped your worldview? I was raised by mom. My parents have been married for a lot of years, like over 50 uh, you know, they put God in the center of their life and everything that they've ever done. Like, everything was that. Now, they weren't, like, those, like, kind of uncomfortable religious people. They're, like, they were more of, like, a free-spirited, but they were Catholic. So, my parents shaped the foundation. Their relationship shaped the foundation for my life. Although I've been married three times. <laughs> third time's the charm. Uh, third time was the charm. 
But I think that also was like one of those things where I felt like I needed to be married because I saw the happiness in them. And so I wanted that. Um, so my parents did, and I was a single mom at 17. So my senior year, I got pregnant with my daughter who's now 21. And uh, that obviously, I mean, I didn't have a lot of things that, sh I didn't have a lot of years before that to shape me, but mm -hmm. from my parents. So I went from being a, you know, a kid to raising a kid real quick. And so now I'm just kind of uh, wandering around. But my parents, <laughs> anyways, sorry. Uh, my parents gave me my love for people. And I, I really, that's, you know. Absolutely. I, and that's, that's your gift. Anybody that knows Claire knows that she loves people. And I call you a people collector. Yeah. A collector of people. Lord. So, it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So many times we need to cut them off. You know, speaking of collecting, uh, did you ever collect stuff growing up? Or like, are you a collect? What would you call yourself a collector of, Jonna? Currently, I'm a collector of bodies. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I think you can establish that we were both collectors of bodies at one yeah. point, considering we've I'm on number three, sis. <laughs> no, uh, no, I never really collected anything. What about your mom? My, no, also no, but as you were a collector of people, she was a collector of children. She really loved to raise other people's kids. Yeah. So I grew up in a household where I didn't really have, like my siblings are so much older than me, but at the point I came along, my mom was raising my, my sister's kids. So you know, and she just kept raising kids in, until the end of her time, so. Yeah, she helped raise your boys. Pretty much, yeah. Being in the military, I've, you know, I've deployed five times. I've gone away countless amount of times for training, and she was always the person there to uh, pick up the pieces and hold things together while I was off doing my thing, so. Yeah, yeah, she was great. She, uh, what, what do you think that, if when you look back, like, on those seasons of your life, like, do you feel like she... Like, what would she want you to take, or I don't know, what's a good story about your mom and the kids, or, you know, do you, do you, is it like the same, I obviously know, but the audience doesn't, right? Like, like the, the dynamics of our households and our mom, cause my mom collect people, right? And kids mm -hmm. too, but you know, I was, I'm the youngest of six and then, you know, that we have 16 nieces or 18 nieces and nephews so like we've always been around kids but I, I think that one thing that is important to mention is the different dynamics of our mothers even though that they were caregivers right like my lesson mm -hmm. is God and household and family and not that you didn't have that but <laughs> elaborate on that correct so my parents well my mom also raised me in a catholic church my parents would have been married 60 years this past summer mm -hmm. so those were all the same, but my mom had a very different outlook on life. She was definitely unconventional in that it was nothing to walk into the living room and her walk around with absolutely no clothes on or just, <laughs> or just her sweatpants, which usually had holes, bleach stains. In the summertime, she would cut off her winter sweatpants and those, that's what she wore. So she was never fancy, never wore makeup. Never had her nails done. Always encouraged us getting out and playing in the mud. You know, we didn't have a lot of monies, but everything was made into an adventure. 
and everything was looked at with a really positive light. And I think that's one positive thing that has definitely influenced who I am today and kind of like my perspective on life. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, Jonna is fancy. Like, <laughs> so you will not see her in holy sweatpants. Well, we might, but like generally speaking, that's not really the way. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I've seen Stella, uh, Jonna's mother, without. Well, I know Elijah has. I know my youngest son has. Like, oh, you I'm know, so sorry. <laughs> remember, didn't he say something about Grams? Like when he came home one day, he was like, Grams was eating at the breakfast table in her brawl. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, you know, all of us were just so immune to it. It was just a natural thing. So we never even thought twice for her to be sitting, walking around with, with no shirt on. Right. Just... <laughs> and my mom would have never been caught dead like that. Like super put together, right? She has six kids she's raising, but she was always... Your mother is a lady. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yes. Yeah, she is a lady. And if you would have told my mother she was ladylike, she probably would have been offended. (laughs) She was probably offended that you were (laughs) ladylike. Yeah. But it did. It's given us the, like, in our group, our entire friend group, the dynamics of it, we all have... I think that's what's helped make us so broad-minded is... The older you get, you know, it sounds kind of cliche, but our family, our parents really did mold. Yeah, mold uh, who we are today. And I think for John and I, one of the reasons why we thought this podcast would be a great idea is because we find each other calling each other our mother's names often because the shit that comes out of your mouth as you get old, you're like, oh my gosh, that's so something my mother would have said. (laughs) And uh, neither one of them were... Yeah, now, if know. you would have told me t- my, 20 years ago that I would be turning into my mother, I would say you were full of it. But the older I get, the more I see it. And the more I'm like, you know what? That's not such a bad thing. No, no. I think your mom's slogan would have been like, she just didn't give a shit. She had other shit to worry about. Yeah. You know what I mean? But as my mom gets older, I hear her say some stuff that's not so broad-minded, though, which is pretty entertaining. <laughs> like, she'll say stuff sometimes, and I'm like, I did not ever hear you say those things back in the day. And I find myself doing it now with my kids, like, on certain topics, Mm -hmm. right? Like, they, they're, them, and all that. Like, all all these topics, I'll say stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God. I just sounded like my mother would have. Yeah. But I think it's really important, too, like, as we get older, to remember that. Like, to stay open-minded and broad-minded to things. Because the only thing constant in this world is change. And it's definitely changing. And... Yeah, that's true. Having an open mind and a broad mind, you know, about things is legit. Speaking of broad, now that you just said that, okay, what about the broad spectrum of husbands we've chose? (laughs) Because that's broad. It's pretty broad. It's pretty freaking broad. All different walks of life. Well, why don't you um, paint a picture of your first husband? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, I have two kids, right? Um... That are biologically mine with the same man. He was my high school sweetheart. That's a low-key flex. (laughs) That is low-key flex. (laughs) We'll get to that later. (laughs) I don't know. He was... I'm white. He's black, right? So that was weird and I guess in 2001 when I got pregnant. I didn't actually know it was a thing, right? Because I was not raised around racism by any means. Like at all never even heard my parents like talk derogatory about anyone 
mm-hmm. you know, um, make fun of anybody. And so I, I actually remember someone saying to me, well, are your parents mad? And I'm like, yeah, they're pissed. I'm 17 and pregnant. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, mad about what? Well, that he's black. And I'm like, what? And I, I literally was 17 years old when I first realized like that, that was a big deal. Mm. I play should play. Play. He was like, he was cute and he was handsome and he was smooth talking and all of those things. So, you know, he wore his pants down a little bit low, you know, all those <laughs> things like, Oh Lord. We, yeah. But that was the first one. And we were only married for like a year. That almost doesn't even count. Yeah, it doesn't. I, and I had to get it annulled to marry my, mm. or my second husband. And, oh, um, Doug. Oh God! I don't know. Are we allowed to use those yeah. names? Should we in use podcasts? fake names? Can we use fake? Do you Let's know? Use fake Does names. anybody know? Uh, we'll call the second husband drug. Yeah. Hey, third husband. Do you know? Can you check if that's loud on podcasts? Do you know? You don't know. All right. Well, can you look into that like they do in the background? Like Google that. Yeah. That's my, the 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 man behind the scenes is Brad. He's the third. Or B B Rad. B Rad. It's first names. I don't. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, so I was just curious, but, um, then the second one was a bull rider for most of his life. Like bull, like bull rider. Yeah. Podunk. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I went from one extreme to another and then the third one's perfect. But yeah. What about yours? Cause yours are polar opposite too. Kind of. Yeah. My... Not kind of. All right. So unlike Claire, I got two <laughs> different baby daddies. Like, like I said, I was collecting bodies. But uh, so I won't even talk about the first one because, well, I never married him. So and the second baby daddy was actually my first husband. He really loved me. And I would say at that time, like I've heard people, other people say this, like I had low self-esteem at that time. So I thought a man coming at me, like I was a dime piece. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm I'm his single mom. I'm 22 years old, single mom, and this man thinks I'm the finest thing since sliced bread. I'm gonna roll with this. Mm-hmm. And I tried for years to make that relationship work, and so did he sometimes. But obviously, I always tell people it's like fitting a square peg in a circle hole. It was never going to work. Um, we were together on and off for seven years, but our marriage only like our technical marriage was only for like 11 months so i don't even count that yeah it was under a year yeah husband number two came along i thought he was the love of my life uh turns out that he was not you know he's a very miserable person and really wanted to be a woman so um <laughs> might want to have other things well we won't get into that just yet and but we're not judging that no we're and that's fine that's fine and you know what and i even told him as we were separating you know are you gay? You know, like right. you can tell me that I'm still going to love you. And anyway, that didn't end so well. He was not ready to come out um, of the closet. Maybe I'm outing him right now. <laughs> Maybe this should be cut out right now. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean, what do you have to lose? I, I, I mean, in all honesty, like. Sue me. I'm just telling you what I know. And I have photograph evidence to prove it. Anyway. Right. So come at me. <laughs> yeah. Don't come at me, bro. But anyway, that was a huge mistake. And um, so since then. You know, I've pretty much been single. I haven't really had a serious relationship with anyone post that second divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that second divorce was, um, yeah, it was hard. I thought he was the one too, dude. Mm -hmm. But you didn't tell me the stories about the dresses and shit. I probably would have warned you. Right. Like in all honesty. 
The dresses didn't come out until after we were married, in my defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he even hid that from you. That's another broader thing. Like, sure. Ugh. Because honestly, at the end of the day, I mean, I might, if he would have just been honest with me and like respectful to me, I might have even stayed with him, even if he was wanting to dress like a woman. Right. No, <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. You're a ride or die type of person. Yeah. Like, it does not surprise me. And I wouldn't have judged it. I mean, I probably, I probably made wouldn't fun have told you. you. I probably would have told you. You would have told me. <laughs> I would, or I would have like walked in on it or something. It would have been, yeah. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't, wouldn't have judged you. I definitely would have made fun of you to your face, but that's, we have a different dynamic. Sure. So, but. It's part of the fun banter. Yeah. And- well, we didn't even mention the dynamics of that. Like, now I have five kids, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to take in, guys. It's a lot <laughs> to take in. I guess the We po- have endless amounts of content. Endless amounts of content about bring, having, well, really having to adapt to being a broad-minded individual. Yes. Because it's all these life experiences that have made us this way. Right. And I think we could be bitter people about those things, but we, we're not. No. The last word I'd use to describe you is bitter. Yeah. I don't really, I don't, I don't think I really have anything that I feel real bitter about. Well, one, but we'll save that for another day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. For another day. Can't wait to get into it. I don't think I would call you bitter either. Nope. I'm happy to laugh about some of the circumstances I've been in. I have some really great content to share. Yeah. About, you know, being a stepmom at one point in time and, you know, dealing with these exes certain type of way oh lord so i used to think i was karma i used to think that i was literal karma so i would have to <laughs> you know punish them accordingly uh, don't have the energy to be that way anymore but <laughs> we'll provide some great content though oh man you really did you really <laughs> did man you really did and did i you- learned it from my mother my mother was the same way when when somebody was bull- hi- bullying me in high school she made sure that, you know, their day was ruined. Did I know that about her? I think you um, actually just recently told me I about, did just like, recently some poop in a oh, mailbox or something. No, the gigantic underwear that she strung over some boy's mailbox and yeah. put, like, you know, barbecue sauce in the crotch. <laughs> 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 that kind of stuff. Oh, my God. She didn't want to leave the house unless she was going to have somebody, like, <laughs> to, like, Oh, my God. She was defending her boo. Yep. Yeah. They definitely love fierce. <laughs> oh, my God. My, and, and I don't know that my mom has ever done like a... I'm sure she has. We'll have to have her on the we'll show We'll definitely sometime. have to add. I mean, Claire, well, your parents are like saints. They would be so wonderful to have on this yeah, podcast. They would because, I mean, it's funny because Brad always says, well, if you don't know God, maybe you know Sid. <laughs> Is my dad, right? And we all, my dad hates that, right? He hates it. But I mean, he also had a lot of life experiences that have made him the way he is. But anyways, I know that that man did some crazy stuff because he was in the Navy. Okay. And he was a seaman. Yeah. Yeah, he was a seaman. And his seaman was everywhere. Obviously. Well, obviously, with six <laughs> of us, Sid was spreading his loins all up on Donna. <laughs> They were just practicing what the good Lord was preaching. I know. I know, right? Anyways, yeah. All right. So, uh, we just appreciate everybody 
uh, listening to our little banter, yes. and we look forward to putting out some cool creative content in the future. So thanks for listening to the first episode of Broad Minded with your two favorite broads, John and Claire. That's right. Thank you so much. Peace.